You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Dance. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a five-star review. Take the Antidote. I sit alone in my four-cornered room staring at candles. Well, that shit is on. <laughs> Let me drop some shit like this here. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind is playing tricks on ya. I make big money. I drive big cars. Everybody know me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights. That move that I ran off the block Or is it that nigga last week that I shot Or is it the one I beat for $5,000 Thought he had cane but it was gold Met a flower, reached under my seat Grab my papa for the suckers Ain't no use in the line I was scared of than a motherfucker Put the left in the Popeyes and better die quick If it's going down let's get this shit over with Then they come, just like I figured I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger When I saw him, make your ass start giggling Three blind crippling crazy senior citizens I live by the swamp I take my boys everywhere I go Because I'm paranoid I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around corners My mind is playing tricks on me Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning, I'm in service, praying for forgiveness and trying to find an exit out the business. I know the Lord is looking at me, but yet and still, it's hard for me to feel happy. I often drift when I drive, having fatal thoughts of suicide. Bang and get it over with. And then I'm worry-free, but that's bullshit I got a little boy to look after And if I die, then my child will be a bastard I had a woman down with me But to me, it seemed like she was down to get me She helped me out in this shit But to me, she was just another bitch Now she's back with her mother Now I'm realizing that I love her Now I'm feeling lonely My mind is playing tricks on me Fell on a weekend Me and Ghetto boys are trick-or-treating Robbing little kids for bags 
until an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace, took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured, but this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's the nigga I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him. Dropping them motherfucking bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared, and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. Goddamn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. Alright y'all, welcome back. This is DJ Craftmatic. That's Polly Dubs. Salute. Salute, motherfuckers. <laughs> Get strapped in. Get strapped in. in. Take the antidote, motherfucker. Yeah, gonna shove that pill down your fucking little mouth and you got no choice but to turn over to the side. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a pirating podcast transmission. So this yeah. is how we do it. So fuck everybody. Fuck everybody else. And first and foremost... Let's start off with a moment of silence uh, to our fallen soldier out there, Bushwick Bill. Rest in peace. Yeah, Bushwick, man. Rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace. I uh, met him a handful of times. He's come out here in Colorado quite a bit. He was actually just out here last year. Um, yeah, man. Bushwick Bill, definitely uh, one, one of the uh, four in the Ghetto Boys group. Um, or three, excuse me. I'm, I said four. Um, <laughs> with Willie D and Scarface. Yep, Willie D, Scarface, Bushwick Bill, Ghetto Boys. Uh, definitely the pioneers, at least from my eyes, pioneers of Southern rap. Because uh, these kind of they kind of started it all. You know, coming back, coming out in the lit, uh, early uh, '90s, dropping. My mind's playing tricks on me. And of course, from there, it's, it's all history. If you don't know about the Ghetto Boys, G-E-T-O Boys. Yeah, the Ghetto Boys actually been around since 1986. Yeah, man. Uh, and they, their debut album was in 1988, Making Trouble. Uh, obviously, Mind Playing Tricks on Me, what a great track. It was one of the first tracks, I think, to to kind of touch on mental illness in the way that it did. Um, yeah, it's a good way to look at it, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, he's talking about his anxiety and, and his problems. And I think, you know, uh, a lot of that wasn't happening in the early 90s and it at least definitely wasn't getting a lot of play. Um, Bushwick Bill, I think that I think this was the third time that he died. Unfortunately, this was, you know, ultimately the one that, that took him down. He shot himself in the eye back in 1991. And they said they brought him back for that one. That was even on the album cover. Yeah, that was the album cover when they were uh... – Coming, they took a picture of him still in the wheelchair, him, him and his, uh, uh, you know, hospital clothes and everything like that. Pushed on the gurney by Willie and Scarface. Yep. And like, literally, uh, that's the that's the video. That's the yeah, the, the album cover. Yeah, it's uh, we can't be stopped. That one's from 1991. Yep. And, um, you know, they brought him back from that. 
he became a born again Christian. We talked about him a little bit earlier this year, a couple of weeks ago, actually, when he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and they were planning a tour, but then they found out that the, the tour promoter was trying to take advantage of the situation. So they canceled the tour. Um, it was falsely reported that he died earlier in the day on June 9th when he actually did pass away in a hospital in Colorado. Um, but Bushwick Bill, definitely a pioneer of Houston, um, a pioneer of hip hop, uh, the Ghetto Boys, obviously, first ballot hip hop Hall of Famers, whatever the fuck that means. Right. And really shout out be. to him, man. I mean, he's only 52 years old. Only 52 years old. And if you don't know about Bushwick Bill, I mean, Google him. He, he was a little person as well. So, you know, uh, he definitely lived a good life when the man, <laughs> he was smoking and drinking, of course, but hey. You got you got one life to live, uh, you know. And that, the, when I met him, that's the first thing that he did was he was still smoking. So he was smoking a chop. Um, he was just burning one down. It was it was pretty funny, uh, but not really. I mean, he's still a legend. That's what they do. He can do that. <laughs> uh, you know, he's out here performing and still doing his own. And he's he's had his own his own you know career on the side, still doing a lot of touring by himself you know right. ghetto boys hadn't been together in a long time as far as for doing any kind of music or any of those kinds of things um you you never gift them on one track together um or really even all together at once so and that's it tends to happen with all the great groups in in the world i'm looking at them all they all kind of grow apart and then they don't actually end up talking at all um so yeah, yeah when they when they talked about the bushwick being uh, diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and it was that late in the stages as well you know literally a couple weeks after we talked about that we actually talked about it here on the show um, you know announcing that they talked about doing a tour and then of course they pulled the tour because it was just basically a, a scheme and uh, then he then he literally passes and it's, it's crazy man so definitely shout out to Bushwick Bill uh, rest in peace shout out to his family we know thoughts and prayers are with y'all um you know, Scarface, of course, and uh, Willie D. Y'all keep your heads up, too. I know that's still your brother, regardless of where your situation was. I know that's your brother. Hey, and Scarface, uh, a.k.a. Brad Jordan, he is running for city council of Houston. Yes, sir. District 9. Y'all go make sure y'all vote for Brad Jordan, a.k.a. Yeah. Scarface, dog. That's just so tight. Uh, he could literally be, you know, part of that that Houston that Houston push, you know what I mean? Because if, if if anybody knows Houston better than him, it's there's nobody out there. Uh, everybody looks up to Scarface. He's the OG, especially in the hip hop game. Of course, Houston got Slim Thug now. Now up to uh, Megan the Stallion. Trade the truth. Trade the truth. You know zero. Uh, all the SUC screwed up click. So of course DJ screw rest in peace. You know all of that. DJ Michael Five Thousand Watts, Paul Wall. All those guys, all the above, everybody looks up to Scarface. That is that is OG Scarface, even Travis Scott. You know, Travis Scott yeah. is probably the biggest artist in Houston ever, or he is, I will say that, because he's, yeah. had, he's had a number one track. I mean, Chameleon there kind of had that for a little bit. <laughs> but definitely uh, Travis Scott is the biggest artist from Houston. And, um, you know, but everybody knows low-key who, who the real godfather is, and that's definitely Scarface outside of Jay Prince. <laughs> yeah, and Scarface, man, running for city council, trying to give back to the community, trying to straighten out problems he sees in the community, 
Absolutely. I don't know his politics. I think he's a Bernie Sanders kind of supporter, but uh, either way, at least he's out there doing it. You know, I think he can make a difference. He can make a difference. You know, he can make a difference in his in his area because he knows it. He knows the area. He's rode for that area, and the people. And he's been through it all, man. Real talk. But not to take us away from Bushwick again. Um, you know, Bushwick. Uh, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, Bushwick. Light one up for you, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and definitely jam some get- ghetto boys. Run them streams up so his family can eat. And yes, they can take care of. You know what I mean? That's that's most important. Every time we lose these people, then go ahead and run their albums up so then they can at least get get some good food for the next couple of years or whatever. You know. Yeah. Uh, while they still can eat off of that, because and you touched on something kind of big that I liked on that. Um, as you said, it was was the mental health pieces, especially with uh, mind playing tricks on me. Uh, definitely, if you've heard the track, and I'm sure you have. I mean, that's literally what they're talking about. Is it feels like you know they're almost at, at battle with themselves because they feel like they're going crazy with all the success that they had and everything like that. They go crazy. It's still relevant today. Right, um, it's like a like a panic attack. Pretty much. And especially Bushwick's part, he talking about he beating somebody up and he ain't there. And his, and if you ever seen the video, you see him, he's he look like he's pummeling somebody. He's beating up somebody, you know, and then it like fades away and nobody's really there. And he looks at his hands and his hands is all bloody and, you know, all cut up because he's been punching the concrete, thinking that he's punching somebody because um, he feels like, you know, the boogeyman was behind him. That's what he called it. The boogeyman was out to get him, you know, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> but that's kind of how it feels to some people. If you if you go listen to someone who has who has mental health issues, uh, they will tell you definitely that it's it's almost like you're at war with yourself and definitely always feels like somebody's out to get you and, you know, your mind can play tricks on you. So definitely uh, they touched on something that is still relevant today, even 20-plus years from when they wrote it. And I'm sure that's kind of how they thought about it then, but uh, it's even relevant now, you know? Yeah. And, you know, if you're going through those kind of feelings or those kind of problems, communication is key. Find someone to talk to, whether it's a therapist or your your best friend or your mom or someone that you can trust that's not going to judge you and just tell them how you feel, man, because I guarantee you there's people that are out there for you there that'll ride for you and support you uh, when you need that kind of support the most. So, Amen. <laughs> hey, that's real talk real talk real real talk uh so again rest in peace bushwick and uh rest in peace. Get, get a boy still lives on man leasing in the music so yeah bushwick bill forever real talk Fuck yeah. right, we, we gonna get into this mix and then we'll hop back in with y'all this is dj craftmatic again that's poly dubs this is take the antidote podcast we'll be right back y'all antidote
Welcome back, y'all. This is DJ Craftmatic. That's Polly Dubs. And I am Polly Dubs, and we're here to bring you the track of the week. Track of the week, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, track of the week, um, it's a from a crew we've kind of featured a couple of times on our intro tracks, but we never talked about them on the track of the week. There's a couple of tracks from them on the Antidote playlists. So go, you can go to either Spotify or Apple Music, whatever service you're giving the money to. Yep. Just type in The Antidote, search for the playlist. You'll see it pop up there. We got all of our intro songs, all of our tracks of the week. We're going to have this song up there. But uh, the crew we're talking about is Paper Platoon, and it's led by Sparkmaster Tape. And it's just a really, really interesting, secretive, kind of secret society of goons that they got brewing down there at the paper platoon. Yeah. The paper platoon probably put me on them a couple of years ago. Um, and I, I don't know if this dude's white, black, I'm pretty sure he's a white dude, but I like his voice. <laughs> he screws it up. He kind of slows it down. He throws, he throws a down pitch on, yeah. on his flow. And when you hear spark master come on, it's yeah, he, he definitely got bars though. Like his tracks do ride. He's got bars. He's rapping about goon shit, but yeah. he never uses the N word. Nope. So that definitely makes me suspect that that he's probably white. His voice is always pitched, uh, and they use a couple of different pitches on his voice, but definitely one of the hottest spitters in the game, especially probably the hottest spitter that you don't know about in the game. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's kind of crazy because it blends, like, the trap sound, and it blends the old Houston chopped and screwed sound, and yep. it blends, like the, like, the banging electronic sound. All yeah. together and somehow it, it really fucking works and somehow they're just really skilled like these are some of the best producers in the game i'll put some of their beats up against any beats that are out yeah definitely that's what i was gonna say is the production is kind of is is really dope i like how they use uh their their like their kicks and their 808s usually clip and i kind of like it though because it's like they it, it gives them a different kind of sound um, it's not overly terrible where it's like, oh, damn, this shit is clipping just that bad where you can't enjoy it and it sounds like it's popping. No, it's, it's clipping like it's like so bass is so hard. It's like shit. You got right. to turn that, your bass down or you will blow your speaker. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, and I just love this militant goon shit. Like I'm a sucker for that shit. So, yeah. you know, it's they're all militant. They got their ski masks on, you know, in their merch, they sell tactical vests that are actually yeah. like legit tactical vests. <laughs> I mean, for reasonable guys, prices as well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you got, you know, a lot of goons on a budget out there these days, bro. Real talk. <laughs> you could be that 50 cent. Hey, this is that goon recession, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 50. I need to. Tell buddy. <laughs> but um, so, Sparkmaster tape, fucking awesome. Flamboyant Freddy, a couple of mixtapes ago, maybe two years ago, Sparkmaster Tape started featuring this dude, Flamboyant Freddy. I have no idea. I've like, There's nothing about any of these guys. The only information that is available about Sparkmaster Tape is that he's managed by Paul Rosenberg. He's the A&R at Def Jam. Uh, most of you guys probably know Paul Rosenberg from the Eminem skits. He's like on almost every Eminem album. He's like, uh, M. Got his own radio show and shit, so yeah. Do you know how it feels? To be told to shove a CD up your ass? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but uh, so Ro- Rosenberg is his manager, and that's about all that's known about these guys. Um, some people think that Sparkmaster Tape is some dude that used to go by Last Standing Poet, I believe. He's like a from like the country of Jordan. Okay. But nobody knows. It's just like that comes up with timelines that that fool stopped rapping. That's kind of when Spark came on and then Spark kind of disappeared for a couple of years, came back and the Paper Platoons has been putting out a bunch of dope singles this year. And uh, our track of the week is from Flamboyant Freddy, who also under fucking rated like this guy should be on everything like Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah. Once you hear his voice, y'all going to tap in and be like, damn, that shit is dope. Uh, I think he rides the beat. I think he brings it. Uh, this is one for, for Father's Day just because the track is Father's Say, again, yeah. from Paper Platoon. So we're going to get right into it right now. Enough talking. Paper Platoon, Flamboy and Freddie. And this is Father's called Father's Say. Suicide ain't really necessary to wait for me. In the circle of the fire, let it burn, let it burn for me. Father said, Mama gone, you're all alone. Oh, Father said, Mama gone, you're all alone. Oh, Father said, Mama gone, you're all alone. Oh, Father said.
Welcome back. Welcome back. Again, this is Take the Antidote Podcast. That's Polydubs. Bless up. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. And thank you for listening and subscribing and leaving a review for us and sharing our podcast and everything that you guys do to help us spread the word to take the antidote. And we the best. One dude who definitely has never taken the antidote, maybe in the I mean, maybe in the booty hole. I don't know. <laughs> you think DJ Khaled boofed a red pill? I don't think so. <laughs> DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled. You've been burning up Twitter for the last, like, three days, bro. Yeah, so this, they don't want to see... Those of you that don't know DJ Khaled, he's not a DJ. I don't know if that's, like, his name. Anymore. He's not a really anymore. <laughs> He was a DJ for like 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> Yo, he, I, I will give DJ Khaled respect because he really was. And you will look back and a lot of people, especially the people from Florida, do talk about how DJ Khaled kind of helped push the Miami Bay sound. So I cannot help but at least give him some credit there. And he did like compete in the DMCs and shit like that back in the day. So I, I believe he can DJ at some point. Now he's he's drank the he's drank the juice, and now he feels like he got too much swag that he don't do nothing. He just what says, is, I mean, what does he do? I don't really understand like his says role. his name. We the best music. We the and best. He gets, and he gets a writing credit. And he's a meme. <laughs> and, and he's, he's a, a meme. fucking meme. He makes he a lot of videos. He don't eat pussy. Major Kilo. He doesn't produce. Yeah, he don't eat pussy, and he don't produce records. We the best. <laughs> or he steals if he does he steals a lot of shit because like all his tracks are just reproductions of other tracks um whether it be a, a version of of a song that he already did or a version that somebody else did uh because that album is trash i don't want to see um, <laughs> so uh the album we're talking about is father of Assad. dj khaled was looking for another number one album he was really really pissed off um, from what the page six in New York was saying is that DJ Khaled. So DJ Khaled too, if you look at his streams and stuff, he's always pretending to be uh, about positivity, right. preaching another one, preaching about, uh, you know, fulfilling your dreams and always doing some motivational yes. speaking type shit on his Instagram. Yeah, exactly. And this fraud, he show he barges into the studio, um, or the, the labels offices, pardon me, not the studio. He barges into the label offices with his crew. Uh, the label is Epic records, by the way. And he was pissed that his label didn't fight harder for him. They didn't give him enough promotion. 
what he's really pissed about is that he should have got like a hundred thousand extra sales because he was giving away the album for free with his energy drink. <laughs> but those hundred, the Billboard later like wouldn't count those hundred thousand sales, saying that they couldn't confirm that he sold the hundred thousand energy drinks. Right. So they're not gonna count them. And so Khaled got pissed. He got pissed. The label didn't back him up. He was pissed. He was number two because now he can't say we the best anymore. Because <laughs> we second best. <laughs> yeah. And so the funniest shit is he's like bitching to the label about it. We the best. But the label doesn't even give a shit because they're the number one album that beat his album was also released by Epic Records that weekend. And it was Tyler <laughs> Creator Igor. Yes. So why do they give a shit? Either way, they got number one and number two. Right. If anything, that's. That's putting them in a great spot. They didn't give a fuck about, you know, and it's how, how different can these albums be, right? Like Igor is arranged, produced, written completely by Tyler, the creator, performing, performed by Tyler, the creator. DJ Khaled does none of the above outside of put a tag in on every track on his album, Father of Assad. And gets a writing credit and all this other bullshit, even though he didn't do nothing. Major kid. Everybody knows that DJ Khaled just continues to make songs that all his friends come to his house. And all six artists that he has on this track don't sound like they made it all together at the same time. So <laughs> I hate his fucking songs, dog. Like, <clears throat> oh, my God. You know, and it, start, it started way back. Because remember, of course, DJ Khaled, he started dropping all his kind of hits. He never did it like his own. He's always had like a song that he got on with somebody else. He just started screaming, we the best music. Ooh, we, nigga. I remember he did that. <laughs> oh, what was that? I'm So Hood. He did yeah. the I'm, I'm So Hood track. Major key. Yeah. And, he's on, and the, that's the first time I heard him say nigga. And I was like, wait a minute. His name is Khaled. You better watch out. Now he don't say it no more. Because he used to say it all the time after after he would say we the best um <laughs> <laughs> i mean it look Khaled. hey right. you ever see when dj Khaled was djing at edc like a couple years ago and got yeah, off the stage like he, he wasn't, wasn't even DJing. DJing. <laughs> all he was doing was screaming the little tags right we we the best and then like they'd play the track for like 10 seconds and right it's not even, and it's not even him doing it. It's somebody else. No, it's another DJ. Like, he's out there with the mic. He's not even a good hype man. No. He's not even a good Oh, and remember the sound went out or something like that? Too? <laughs> I think they clipped it. <laughs> they were done, man. That crowd was not having it. I don't, <laughs> I don't fucking know. He's a fucking meme. And now, DJ Khaled planning to sue Epic Records. And Billboard. And Billboard for this these 100,000 sales of the energy drink i don't, I don't know if it's Bro, like it's not even doing it so the, first of all this this is what needs to be recognized um it's great to sit to have tyler have the number one of course and, and it's good to have new blood up there especially because this is the billboard 200 so that means anybody could be free game during that weekend that means they were you know in the top two but but that's only 136,000 copies that dj cal is sold and he only sold a, a Tyler got 165. So, I mean, that's not really a lot. You got to think of how many streams had to go into that to get that. Cause niggas right. is not buying albums. That means it's just streaming. That's just how much streaming is happening. Um, Cause people ain't buying albums no more. So yeah, and it's something like, you know, like 80 streams equals the album sale or something. I don't know what the actual shit, number is. It's less than that now. I, I can't remember how many. Uh, it was like, it's actually like a million streams equals one sale or something like that. 
Damn. Um, yeah, it's very minuscule um, from the last time that I seen an update, and I know it's probably even gotten worse since then. So yeah, it, it takes a certain amount of streams to equal one actual physical album sale. So there's probably a hundred million listens on both of those to get to that number, but they're not getting the the numbers for it. So that's that's something else on the side. But at the end of the day, like Doug, nobody cares about your number one album. Like nobody does as far as you know, father of Assad. Um again, you're just making tracks of a whole bunch of tracks where you get diggers together and just say, Hey, y'all just rap over this kind of beat and I'm gonna get Justin Bieber on the hook and we're good. Hey, with due respect though, um one thing that was cool that DJ Khaled did with the Father of Assad album is he got permission to release the video that Nipsey shot for him yeah. a couple of days before his tragic shooting. And uh, DJ Khaled got Epic Records to that 100% of all revenue coming from that track goes to Nipsey's kids. Yeah. So, so that's I thought dope. that was pretty cool. Yeah. No, that's pretty dope. That's pretty dope. That's dope of him to do that. Uh, I still feel like he's kind of riding that wave. Yeah, for now, sure. He was just trying to ride the wave because he passed away. Uh, people was running that song up just because he passed away. but So he wouldn't even have the number two album if it wasn't? <clears throat> yeah, it probably, would, probably would not because he doesn't have any other heat off of that album. I didn't even listen to it. I, I, I barely skimmed through it, and I don't even know if I did that because I don't have it on my iPhone. So if I don't have it there, I definitely mm. don't have it on my computer. I ain't uh, fucking with no DJ Khaled album. Nah, bro, he gets the skips. <laughs> you get the skips. I'll wait till I'll wait till I'm DJing What's at the up? club and I hear somebody request it before I even get one of the songs. I don't fuck with that shit. Um, yeah, I mean he's a cornball for that though. I mean, again, kind of just going on and, and what initially set this all off is that he recorded a video, posted it to IG, and then deleted it real quick because he knew he was wrong. Uh, kind of talking shit like you know, he he didn't directly say Tyler the Creator or anything like that, but he's like. You know, people should be, you know, I should be in a higher position, basically, and all this other kind of shit while he's sitting in the back of the Maybach and all this kind of shit. Or he says, I make good music so people can enjoy good music or some bullshit. And I'm like, bro, your fucking albums are trash, dog. You make music. You don't make music, and you're not making music. You're you're putting out what, what we call the machine right now. You're just filling, fueling radio stations with, with music to keep radio stations running because the shit's garbage and nobody's listening to the radio no more. <laughs> so he's just making he's just making hits for that. It's not even hits. They're, they're you know if you're a true listener or, or lover of music, you're not considering DJ Khaled uh, in his music of whatever you call it, his pop that he's delivering uh, to be anything of worth. Like I, I'm not listening to anything that DJ Khaled has to put out unless I have to. And I'm a DJ, so you know. Uh, Wasn't all the way up? Was that a DJ Khaled? Nope, straight just fat Joe, just fat Joe, oh, okay. Terror Squad type shit. Okay, I think his last, his last, last big one, um, maybe was that on the one with. Oh yeah, that was a massive hit. Uh, yeah. one with Quavo, Chance the rapper, and Justin Bieber. Yeah, yeah, that one was a, that was probably his biggest hit ever. I would I would think. Which is crazy because he has some hits. Now I I, I like a older DJ Khaled shit. Like I'm not gonna lie, everybody fucked with all I do is win. I like uh yeah all I do, all is, I do win. is win. That's like t- one of the top. I think that's the one out. I was thinking about when I said all the way up. That's the one I was thinking about. Yeah, all I do is win. Um, I'm on one. I'm on the one. One of my favorite tracks when he dropped that shit because I thought it was dope. I like I fuck the world up. 
Yeah, fuck the world up. Um, I'm so hood. There's a couple uh, good Busta tracks too. I think. Yeah, I'm so hood. Okay. <laughs> that was one of them. All right. Uh, you know, he so he's had he's had his little run. Uh, Holla at me, baby. I love that track because I had Paul Wall on it, and I was like, oh shit, he rapped with Paul Wall. Um, you know, so he in the, in the back of the day, it was it was working. He was working towards this, but now now he's at this point where he's on, he, he's like DJ Mustard type shit. Like when I hear you, you hear a Mustard beat, it's like. Mustard on the beat, ho. Like, you know what song is going to be and how it's going to sound. Um, that's kind of where DJ Khaled is. He's in that same thing. The, when you hear DJ, DJ Khaled, you already know it's going to be some whack-ass shit. Like, it's just going to be some shit for the clubs. Um, and it, even if it's for the clubs, it, man, I try to avoid that shit as much as possible. Uh, but as Me as a DJ, if I'm not playing something that I want to play or I'm at a venue that I know I want to play and I'm playing certain stuff, then I usually don't play, man. Like, <laughs> that's why I'm not playing there. So you ain't going to catch me in no shit like that anyway because I'm not playing no DJ Khaled shit from, from this decade for sure. Um, you know, uh, did he make Forever too? Did he do that one? The one that that, uh, that Drake was on, Drake Eminem? Mm. That, wasn't his, that wasn't his song, was it? No, I don't think so. I don't think no. he was on that one. I was going to say because that sounds like his kind of track too. Yeah, um, and I mean, <laughs> if you want to support this whack album from DJ Khaled, you can get his Awake Energy Drink, Energy Awake Shot energy Grape, drink. Energy Shot Grape Flavor. It looks like they use the same. He picture. has a grape flavor, bro. Yo, they use the same picture from that they use on his Weight Watchers after picture and shit is what it looks like. <laughs> but wait, why does it got to be grape flavor? <laughs> you couldn't pick no better flavor, dog. You started with grape. You, grape, bro. That's not the best. going for black people. You, you know, ain't the best, bro, if you're dropping a grape flavor. <laughs> what is grape flavored anything been good? If it was like grape energy drink, that's different than grape flavor energy shot. Yeah, that sounds horrible. Grape energy drink. <laughs> Probably tastes like his wife's pussy or something. He'll never know. He'll never know. <laughs> <Could be gross. laughs> Since he don't like the pussy, <laughs> that's why his album flopped. That's what he gets. <laughs> I saw one today on Twitter. Somebody said, uh, "DJ Khaled, we depressed." <laughs> <laughs> I seen one that I think about DJ Khaled a couple of weeks ago when the album dropped, and it said the the only good thing that or the only thing that DJ Khaled has ever produced. The only thing that DJ Khaled has ever produced is Assad. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Man, uh, you know what? Props to him as a father. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers coming up. But uh, props to him as a father, man, putting shine on his son. He knows he's getting money from not doing anything. Might as well put his son on there. His son is the executive producer of both of these last two albums that he's dropped. And yeah. uh, they definitely sound like they were produced by a kid. <laughs> that can't talk yet his kid got i understand Khaled. your kid is way more fresher than me but there's no excuse for a fat ass old middle eastern man to be complaining like this like you ain't got money you better shut your fat ass up Khaled, and keep keep just keep working and keep hollering yeah. on these tracks because tyler tyler dropped a classic album yeah over. tyler yeah. definitely is going to redefine this generation now with this album um, at least for people who are trying to, and some people are trying to hate on it. I, this Tyler, the creator album is definitely a classic album for this timeline. Um, because a lot of people aren't putting out no classics and yeah, I said classic. Um, yeah. 
because he did it by himself. So the production to me is very Neptunes ish. Uh, of course, Pharrell and Chad Hugo style and, you gotta give him. You gotta give him those props. I mean, he did it by himself. DJ Khaled did not do that by himself. DJ Khaled did none of the stuff that Tyler the Creator did on his album, and Tyler right. got his first number one from that album. So, shout outs to Tyler. He put right in instead of Hayden, show some love and 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 be like, congratulations, young boy, because I've been I've been doing this for over a decade. Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Did, did Tyler like, did Tyler turn down a verse? For DJ Khaled, he must have. <laughs> he must have turned down a DJ Khaled hook or something. They're on the same label and shit, and he just turned out he never would do a verse for DJ Khaled. Man, that has to be that. That has to be what happened. Man, like, you I got could, integrity slapped by Tyler, the creator of all people. Right, because from somebody, because <laughs> from somebody who talks and preaches so much positivity shit, for him to be acting like a big ass baby right now for a young kid or young guy who's out here putting a, putting his music out. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it's Tyler, the creator, like he's the most wild young boy ever. Like <laughs> you've seen, everybody knows what kind of crazy shit he does. And uh, yeah, he, he put out a, a great and fantastic album. And why would you hate on that? And I, I really like how the classy level of, of Tyler creator, he still hasn't responded yet. Uh, knowingly in Tyler creation creator fashion he would have said something by now but he hasn't and i yeah. really respect him from that yeah tyler's too busy out there making real music dj khaled he doing nothing but watering his roses and you know doing whatever his team tells him to do yeah maybe dj khaled's mad he can't perform at red rocks because tyler creator is <laughs> nobody wants to go see you dj khaled like oh, what was the last tour you went on did he even have a tour has he had he, tours? the last one i can remember is he like opened for beyonce on her last tour oh that's right and that was maybe two years ago so we're talking uh probably 2017 maybe 2016 and that show was probably trash i mean besides it was beyonce but like get the fuck out of here bro just just stop it just stop it yeah, There's no reason for you to be hating. There's no reason for you to uh, go out on on social media and talk about how you should have had the number one and all this kind of shit. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody cares about that accolade, this bro. Energy drink bundle, though, man. It's $23. You get five energy shots. So they're probably like five-hour energies size of a drink. Right. Fucking $23. You get and they're grape-flavored. I don't want that shit. You get Father of Assad. Direct download, a digital download available now, though, bro. If it's not, if it's not a grape, if it's not like a Welch's grape, or or Khaled grape. <laughs> well, think I think about this like purple doesn't have a flavor, but that's what it is. Like, what is purple? What is the it's flavor? The of nastiest Jolly Rancher in the fucking bag, bro. <laughs> that's what purple tastes like. I actually like the grape ones. <laughs> Jolly oh, Rancher, okay. they're not that bad, bro. All right, well, it's the nastiest <laughs> Otter Pop color in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> Can we agree on that one at least? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come to my house, bro. All we got left is the grape. <laughs> you want the otter pop? Cool, bro. I'm trying to ditch these grapes. I'm trying to get the grape out of the freezer, dog. I can't. Yeah, I'm fucking so many albums and DJ Khaled. I'm just going to give away these fucking otter pops from the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> we just compared DJ Khaled's <laughs> album to grape flavored things. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not Welch's grape, like I said, if it's not Scissorp, 
which is also grape flavored. <laughs> if it's not promethazine, which is also grape flavored. And or if wine. We, Wine's grape flavored. It's it is fermented grapes, but it's probably <laughs> It definitely tastes better than DJ Khaled's grape drink. Awake. <laughs> That's like the Dave Chappelle skit of that, the purple drink. You want yeah, the, what's a purple drink, bro? That, hey, if it ain't Fago or Welch's grape, I don't want none of that shit. That you Fago grape? Yeah, that, that real grape or Kool-Aid grape. Kool-Aid grape is fire, but that's that's it. Like, And DJ Khaled's shit is not fire, so you're like the bottom of grape flavor. <laughs> Imagine like DJ Khaled comes in with his crew and tries to shake you down, man. I would laugh so hard. I don't know. He might be rolling with some gunners, though. But he probably does. He probably has some real Miami goons, like yeah. some either some real Haitians or some uh, Cubans or something. Yeah, some Colombians or something. Yep, he's got some somebody who's in the cartel. Plus, <laughs> he got the Arab money backing him up. Yep. Yeah. Probably blow us all up if he wanted to. Well, fuck you, dude. Because guess what? Tyler Creator still got the number one album. Yeah, Tyler, the creator, the best now, motherfucker. <laughs> Golf wing, bitch. <laughs> That's what go he's going to run around saying. Golf go, wing. Go cry into your fucking energy shots. <laughs> Weight watchers. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Just old hating ass dude, man. I can't believe it. Just some, somebody so mad about not getting the first place. And I think he, I think he strategically dropped it because I'm sure DJ Khaled knows when everybody's albums are dropping just so he knows when to drop. Because obviously to have that many records being sold, that's not, let's go back to like what it is now. I feel like nowadays it's 10 times easier to hit a platinum record. Remember platinum used to be the standard. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, if you were a platinum selling artist, that's how you made your name. It was like, oh shit, you're platinum. You can people you're sold go, for the rest of your life. People will go platinum in a week. Back yeah, in the people 90s, go. Man. Yeah, exactly. It would take it would take them, you know, going that entire week or anything like that. Like you were instant superstar status. Now it doesn't take as long to go platinum. Um, I think actually it does take a little bit longer just because of yeah, the streaming. Because of the streaming now, and people aren't buying physical copies. But at the same time, I see people going. They're going much quicker, though, because of all the Spotify streams in general. A song can go gold before the project goes out or any of those kinds of things. And if they put right. it on the project, then it tags onto the project, which then makes it faster for that project to go platinum. Yeah, so, so as an example, Little Nas X, his yeah. album will be certified gold once it drops. Yeah. The EP or whatever he's dropping. The EP, I think, comes out next week, actually. Yeah, so don't. no one's going to be listening to that shit. It's actually might beat DJ Khaled's album as number one worst album of the year. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's it's gonna it's definitely gonna be very close close tie. I'd like to hear what he has to put out though. Just cause it's you go, what are you gonna follow that up with? Um you pretty much have one of the biggest songs of at least the last five years. I yeah, would think probably, it's gonna be I mean maybe it, the decade. It might be the biggest pop song like since Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny as fuck. <laughs> Since you let the dogs out, dog. <laughs> it might be, bro. Like, fight me. I mean, 
what other songs have there been you know oh maybe happy from pharrell that was that was a massive one like that really was but still but little nas x is in blurred lines maybe yeah blurred lines was pretty big but i mean that little nas x is in that same lane as the whatever those cats were called the who let the baja the baja men bro the baja men like that's his lane bro i heard that day it's so long I don't even know if I have that song on my computer. Oh, oh man, you better not, bro. We're going to fucking cancel this podcast, Don. I'm done talking to you. You got fucking Baja Man on your shit, bro. I'm about to look. Well, oh. DJ Craftmatic is available for baptisms. And, uh, <laughs> bar mitzvahs. And bar mitzvahs. And he will play. He will stream off of a YouTube leg. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> hey, I'll hit you with a suavemente real fast too. Hey, though. you hit him. You hit Craftmatic with at least four figures on the contract. He'll play. He'll take requests. Yeah, I'll I'll play whatever the fuck you want, dog. <laughs> you <laughs> play Despacito on loop, bruh. I played that <laughs> shit. I played that shit like three times at the gym last week and about threw up in my mouth. I was like, man, I'm so sick of this fucking song. They wanted to do a request a request week at the at the gym. And that's, of course, it was requested. Despacito? Yes. It was requested. I was like, people work out to this shit? Man. No. (laughs) No. I'm surprised that's not a DJ Khaled song, too. You're always stealing something. If it got Bieber on it, it's definitely got got some DJ Khaled in there somewhere. Some Bieber. DJ Khaled. Who's going to win that fight, Bieber or Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise will watch Justin Bieber. <laughs> I think so too, bro. Tom, so you got Tom Cruise by KO in the first round. I, I got he got old. Look, this is everything. Tom Cruise got old man strength. He will body slam the fuck out of <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> Justin Bieber act like he getting swollen shit. He's been chilling with Floyd, you know, over the years. He might have picked up some hand speed. Tom Cruise will wash your ass. This is Mister. This is this is this is Ethan. Hunt type shit or whatever the dude's name is for Mission Impossible. Um, yeah, and he does like most of his own stunts and shit, right? At least that's what they say. Yeah, he's it's, in it's decent shape, especially for his age. He's in, in really good shape. Um, yeah. Bieber will get washed. That's all Bieber's, I'm counting out. To. Bieber's had a couple of addictions that he had to overcome. <laughs> his body alone, flimsy. <laughs> <laughs> so if they were doing three round fights, you think what round would Tom Cruise beat Bieber in? I give him one round. I'll, I'll let him make one him round. I'll let him make him through one round. But I think Tom Cruise will end him in the second round, just because. Just because again, he got that old man strength. Like he probably hit him and make him really mad, and he was probably gonna fuck his shit up. Yo, he would punch Bieber once, and Bieber would cry. I'm trying to figure out how this even began to begin with, though, because I'm like nobody knows, man. Bieber, I, mean, I think Bieber was probably. Uh, Coming down or something? He's probably put, putting something in his nose or something. Yeah, know, that's that. <laughs> He was on that Molly World trip, you know? Something, something was happening, man, and he just kind of uh, had a weird thought come to mind, and he decided to tweet it, and I don't know, man, barking up the wrong tree. Who who would be in Justin Bieber's class like that he should be picking on it that's his own size? Tyga. Uh, who would win in a fight, bro? <laughs> Justin Bieber or Takashi sixty nine? Uh, I would give. I would actually give Bieber the 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 lead on that one. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Takashi got no gangs in him whatsoever. Takashi get punched in the nose and then snitch out Bieber. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> even think that would be a fair fight. Like, I, I for real think that Justin Bieber would rinse his ass. You think Justin Bieber has more street cred than Takashi Six Nine? He sure does. Okay. You know, he'd be fake. You know, Bieber be hanging around them bloods and shit. He be acting. He hang around with the game and shit. You know, he been around Floyd Mayweather, so he think he big money. So I, I, hey, I give him, I give him more cred just because of who he be around. Than than who Takashi Takashi around some real gangsters too, but he told on all of them and they just want to kill him now. So he ain't got nobody in his corner. Bieber should fight like a Jonas brother or something. Yeah, Nick Jonas. That's who he should fight. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a fair fight. I don't know who I would decide. Uh, Tiger, I'll put Tiger in there with him. Um, shit, even Lil Nas X, but Lil Nas X is tall. He might fuck Justin. A little Nas X got a reach advantage, like a motherfucker. Yeah, he might fuck his shit up. Justin Bieber, bro. (laughs) Bieber couldn't reach that the cowboy hat. Like he couldn't knock the cowboy hat off him, bro. For real, I wouldn't put (laughs) I wouldn't put him in the ring with none of the Lils. Oh, maybe him and Posty. That'd be funny. (laughs) Post Malone and Bieber. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Fucking emo fight. I'd I'd maybe pay for that. Because I would see who would wait before the, uh, before they get into a good Charlotte song together. That's so funny. We're going to have the fucking Venga Boys sing the national anthem for that fight. <laughs> <laughs> Venga Boys, yeah. That'd be hilarious, bro. <laughs> and then he'd push a T to be the referee. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Fuck yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, nah, all that shit goes. Go ahead. Nah, Busta Rhymes would have to be the referee, bro. Busta would be funny too. Just because he's so huge, like. But I, I wouldn't want to be in there trying to break it up. I'm gonna let them hurt themselves. That's gonna be funny. Like, here, you guys go, go <laughs> ahead. One of you guys, one of you guys lose to the death. That's fine. We we can we can afford to have one of you go. <laughs> shit. I mean, I don't know. That's what I would do. Uh, you know, my guy Mills, what was his name? Mills, the one from Celebrity Deathmatch. What was his name? Mills, Mills Lane. Lane. Yeah. Mills <laughs> if he was alive, I would have him do it. Hell yeah, man. They need to bring back Celebrity Deathmatch. Yeah, because th- th- this, what we're talking about right now would be the perfect episodes. Right. Justin Bieber versus everybody, and I'm at least having him fight Nick Jonas. Um, definitely Post Malone. <laughs> like a tournament and shit. Yeah, it'd be like a tournament. And then uh, maybe one of those BTS cats from the K-pop. <laughs> they probably fuck him up, though. To put a little K-pop. Man, they'd hit him with some kung fu or some shit. Oh, yeah, they know Taekwondo. Them dudes are Korean, dog. They karate oh. chopping your ass and drop kicking you. They would drop yeah. some dope-ass kicks and break his shit. Imagine getting knocked out by a K-pop. <laughs> That's probably worse than DJ Khaled getting second place to wow. Tyler Creator, I guess. apparently because that's how he feels right now (laughs) speaking of that dj Khaled, i bet you bts sold more copies than both of y'all's together so it doesn't matter oh fuck yeah (laughs) for real they didn't they ain't even dropped no new shit Uh, (laughs) oh my god you know we like to have fun here on the antidote that's that's what we need right there because uh yeah, that dude's a clown, man. And everybody, uh, everybody who, you know, nobody's come to his defense either. So I like that. Another cool. one. Don't get his back. 
He got a large back to get anyway. Don't get his back because you don't need to. Hell no, you're going to get some sweaty hair on your fucking hands. Yeah, fuck that. He probably sweat sweat through that uh, $10,000 Versace shirt that he got on while he's running on the treadmill and shit and acting like he's posting motivational videos. And he's like the the Arab Richard Simmons and shit. (laughs) Have you seen seen those commercials and shit that he's on and stuff too? Like, fuck you, Cali. Come on, bro. Let the the young boy eat for a little bit. Like, you've been eating off of these garbage-ass tracks that you've been putting out for the last year, like 10 years, bro. And now all of a sudden, somebody else dethroned you for the one week that you dropped, that you dropped something, and and now you're mad about it. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, fuck your album sales, dog. Nobody cares. Yeah, man. You already have the money for it. Like, if you already spent the money, and here's the thing, you gave out those albums. That's not sales if you gave out those albums. Yeah, they didn't sell fucking at $23 a piece, this shitty knockoff grape drink energy drink shot. Yeah, nobody's drinking that shit, dog. Fuck no. If you're drinking a DJ Khaled grape drink, I'm slapping it out your hand. Yeah, that's that's like those chips that they sell or those snacks with the wrappers on it. Man, fuck that. I'm not, I don't want no boozy chips, dog. <laughs> like I don't want no Khaled grape drink. Like nigga, I don't want no Khaled energy drink. Hey man, Khaled, least, got no energy. At that's least with the, at least with those rap snacks, energy drinks. That's a black owned business that you can. That's true. There and it's supporting, uh, you know, black hip hop artists as well, giving them another form of income because God knows these labels be getting to them. So. As corny as the rap snacks are, I, I definitely appreciate the hustle, the message, and, and the meaning behind them. But, yeah, I ain't going to eat them. Yeah, fuck all that. I just don't want no boost. someone chips. cool on there. Put some fucking. Give me some Mac Miller chips. Some Mac Miller, some Tupac chips, bro. Some or shit. give me some Thundercat chips. Some Thundercat chips? <laughs> yeah. That would be like <laughs> ghost pepper flavored. <laughs> but it would, tell you, it would tell you it's like sour cream and cheddar. But it's really ghost pepper. But it's really ghost pepper and psilocybin. <laughs> when you open it up, you hear you hear him singing his vocals. Ooh. <laughs> Another fucking dimension, bro. Yeah. All I know is I'm not eat, I'm not drinking no Khaled energy drink because again, Khaled don't look like he has any energy. That's why he's that big. <laughs> so I don't need I don't need any of his drinks, bro. I'm good on that. I'm fat on my own. <laughs> I don't need your help, Doug. You know, sure. Yeah. Plus, sure we don't, not helping that. Plus, we don't buy energy drinks supported by number two album sales. Go <laughs> we don't buy stuff from the first loser. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he's just so big mad that it's just so funny. That's why we're ranking, ragging on him for like 20 minutes right now. I don't care. If he wants to come fight me, come fight me. I'll win. Yeah, let him do something. Let him create something. Let him. You know what I mean? Then we could talk. Right. Now, he's just a meme. He's just a, a clown out there posing. Just another one. Just, you know, this is just another clown that we got in these in these streets. And Twitter's flaming him, so I love it. Keep 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 that same energy <laughs> when he drops that song. And yet, don't ask me for no requests. That's all I'm asking. If you request a DJ Khaled song, we might have to fight. I don't want to hear none of that shit, bro. Not gonna play any of your DJ Khaled shit. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Antidote podcast. Subscribe to us, please. Uh, share our episode, yes. please. And we definitely appreciate your reviews as well. So you can just take 30 seconds, do either of those. It definitely helps us get some exposure, helps us do what we do, and continue to do what we do at, at such a great level. 
Yeah, absolutely. Please do that. Please share. We trying to be like on Joe Budden's podcast because I I feel like Joe Budden's podcast is funny, but we're funnier. Yeah. And there's like four of them and there's only two of us and we're still funnier. Yeah. So let's get our own (laughs) shit. Tell your radio station to hire us. Whatever it takes. Spread the word. Cut the check. That's all I'm going to say. (laughs) CTC. If you're going to do that, cut that check, bro. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Play who? Let the dogs out. (laughs) <laughs> then don't do that please no, don't give me that check don't give me that check no, you can't give me that check if as long as it's 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 sitting fat because i don't even know when's the last time i heard that song it's probably on a commercial so yeah yeah or like a kids movie and shit yeah it was on that movie it's called snow dogs snow dogs <laughs> gives cuba gooding's uh downfall right there oh, <laughs> that's what he was on his gooding's career <laughs> Yeah, he had to be OJ to bring it back <laughs> for real, <laughs> for real. Because we're I haven't seen him since that movie came out. <laughs> Man, he was on the right side, bro, until he made the wrong move or messed with the wrong person. Something happened there. I, I don't even want to speculate. I don't know. <laughs> Letting the dogs out, dog. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll be back next week. Yes, sir. Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take the antidote.com.